everybody's mad at Ben Roethlisberger, and that would be okay if this crap hole of a city ever gave Ben the credit he deserved in the first place. But instead, you got idiots on Twitter posting stupidity like, well, they won that first Super Bowl despite Ben. He played terrible. And okay, Ben didn't have a great game at Super Bowl 40, XL, whatever the frig number it is, back when the Steelers beat Seattle. But the Steelers won eight straight to end that season and win the championship. That includes the playoffs. And if there would have been an MVP of the entire playoffs, that would have been Ben. Go back and look at the game log from those playoffs. The MVP of the playoffs would have been Ben. So shut the frig up. Ben Roethlisberger is one of the three most important players in the history of the Steelers franchise. Mean Joe Green, Terry Bradshaw, and Ben Roethlisberger in that order. But because Ben at 39 isn't as good as you think he should be, you want to take that away from him. When a team loses, the quarterback gets the most teeth. That's okay. It's part of the job description. But when the Steelers win, you wouldn't ever give Ben the most credit. It was crap like, oh, what a great blocker Heinz Ward is. Or big fat bus. Or Debo, Debo, defense, Debo. Now, is that the same Debo that finagled his way to New England like a big baby when he didn't get his way? That thought he should be playing ahead of T.J. Watt? Steeler fans love players who treat them bad. It's like a bad marriage, which I'm sure a lot of you know too much about. If it wasn't for Ben, this city would be stuck on four Super Bowls and still living in the 70s. Ben Roethlisberger has been the absolute savior of this franchise for two decades. Playing bad now don't change that. Treat him with respect and let him have his dignity as his career winds down. New World Order brought to us by 84 Lumber and by Armstrong keeping you connected. I don't know why you hate Ben. I don't know why. You bring up Milledgeville every chance you get. You bring up Tahoe every chance you get. You bring up his failures, but forget his success. And it's that way in the locker room, too. Ben's been voted team MVP once ever by his teammates. He's been the MVP of his entire career with the Steelers. That 20-year period, and he's been voted MVP once by his teammates. I don't understand Pittsburgh as a sports town. I don't. I know most fan bases in most sports towns are very cynical. But I've never experienced another sports town where the quarterback who won Super Bowls is vilified as much as he's praised, if not more. 412-333-WXDX. Anyway, here's Ben's stats in the 2005 playoffs before he had that bad Super Bowl, which the Steelers won anyway. But it's not good enough to win a Super Bowl. You marks have to be mad. In three playoff games before the Super Bowl, Ben threw seven touchdowns and just one pick. All those games were on the road, by the way, because Ben piloted the Steelers to four straight wins at the end of the regular season to get the sixth seed and have to play all playoff road games. So seven touchdowns and just one pick 
in his three playoff games before that Super Bowl XL. Ben's passer ratings in those three games were 148, 95, and 124. The Steelers scored 86 points in those three playoff games. And don't forget, Ben made the tackle that saved the playoff game against Indy when your hero, Big Fat Bussy, when Big Fat Bussy fumbled like a choking dog and one of the Colts picked it up and ran it back, but Ben made a shoestring tackle. If there's an MVP for those playoffs, it's Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben is one of the three most important people in Steelers history. In order, it's Mean Joe Green, Terry Bradshaw, and Ben. And don't start telling me it's a safety or a linebacker. All due respect to Pulamalu and Lambert, people like that. It's Green, Bradshaw, and Ben. Even Mean Joe Green's a bit of a stretch at defensive tackle, but he's probably the best ever defensive tackle, and he started the Steelers' wheel turning in the other direction. Little music pun there. Accidentally, Steelers' wheel. I don't know how I got here tonight, or whatever that song says. And don't start telling me Art Rooney, Dan Rooney, Chuck Knoll, because they didn't go out there and play. Take Green, Bradshaw, and Ben away from the Steelers, and they don't win any Super Bowls. It would have been tougher without Knoll, I admit, all the Roonies did is own the team. I don't know why we make a team owner into a hero. Somebody who has a lot more money than you do and wouldn't give you a dollar if you needed a dollar to get an Egg McMuffin, and we make them our heroes. Art Sr. was the worst owner ever. The Steelers stunk when Art Sr. was in charge. Dan did great. And now, well, you know what they say about the third generation of a family business. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. Y you hate Ben, but Big Fat Bus and Debo, Debo, Debo and Heinz Ward. Juju. You people like Juju better than Ben. Juju isn't a pass. Isn't a pass. Freudian slip. Juju isn't a patch on Ben's big, fat, bloated, looking like a softball player, 39-year-old, can't move at all ass. He just isn't. But you love Juju. Look at Juju dance. That's so cool. F Juju. I can't wait till he's out of football and broke. We'll see how much that charisma on TikTok helps him when he can't get a job playing football. And I can't wait. Let's go to Jeff in Irwin. Jeff, you're on with Double N. Mark. Jeff. Good day. Good day. Um, you know, I just agree with you so much on the Ben and um and if you don't like agree with it, I just don't think you understand really like football at all. Or just no, no. If you don't agree play. with it, bro, vilifying Ben now that he's playing poorly isn't about understanding football. It's about not liking him in the first place because you think he rapes somebody, and that's the truth. Ben will never get away from that here in Pittsburgh, and I hate talking about it, but like I like, do too. Yeah. Like like John Steigerwald, okay? John Steigerwald, who I like, but he thinks Ben stinks. Except he doesn't really think that. He says it all the time because he thinks Ben did something untoward. Something for which there is zero, 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 zero. Not one shred of evidence. So not one shred of evidence and not nothing. So people just hate him for but, no but matter nobody what. Nobody wants to bring that up, but I feel I have to because that's what people are tying into not liking Ben now that he's playing bad. No question. Well, I tie in Ben with my is uh, watching the Super Bowls and and watching a great quarterback and then, like you said, just having the um, the time but, of my yeah, life. Yeah, but that's with, the, with the sign that of has. the times, bro. Everybody wants to be a moral compass. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not. That's not my place, and um, and I, I'm a Steelers fan. <laughs> well, again, you know. Ben didn't do nothing wrong. If he did, he would no, have been he, in jail. He would have been even investigated. They never even interviewed him. Yeah, and I just want to see him go out on top, and that's why I hope this year. Well, this, that's uh, not going to happen. Let's go to Sam in the car. Sam, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, I just wanted to uh, just agree with you what you're saying about Ben. I mean, you just look at the Super Bowl against Arizona. Those those two passes he made at the end of the season, at the end of the uh, game, were amazing. And, and people forget about that drive that uh, that he 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 did too. It, it's just uh, a shame. Well, they people just people to, uh, again, they're 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 still dwelling on what didn't happen at Millageville and Tahoe. And I hate to say it, and I feel bad every time I do, but there's no way to not think that that's what's tied in to the dislike of him in this time, the lack of respect he gets. And when he gets disliked on national TV by ex-players because, you know, he ran A.B. and Le'Veon Bell out of town, there's an undeniable racial component there that we're not supposed to talk about either. But if I don't talk about these things, then we can't get the true picture. I agree. Thanks, brother. Thank you for the call. Uh, I got a tweet from Jode. Tweets brought to you by Labatt Blue Light Seltzer. Why are you citing stats from 2005? What does that prove? Stop living in the past. Hey, ever since Ben started playing bad, all I see on Twitter is, they beat Seattle in that Super Bowl despite him. He played terrible. He's a bad quarterback. So, GFY. Let's go to Pat on the cell phone. Pat, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I just wonder, Tomlin, it seems like nobody wants to wants to blame Tomlin. I mean, I, I, I think Tomlin's responsible for a lot of it. I mean, I get so Tomlin's tired. Tomlin's not responsible coaching. for what's going on now. The team just stinks. I, I agree. They, I agree. They're not good. I mean, uh, Tomlin shares a lot of blame in having won three playoff games in ten years. Right. Right. Will Rudy's ever address that, or does it not matter? Bro, he's never going to get fired. So I hate to talk about it. Let's go to. Uh, Tony and Kennedy. Tony, you're on with Double M. You're by far the smartest dude on the radio when it comes to talking sports. That's correct. Repeatedly having to, li- I know, but repeatedly having to listen to you kind of dumb yourself down. And I'm not dumbing down. Like Everything like I say, I mean, I'm not dumbing down at all. And you don't have to listen like, if you don't like it. You don't have to listen. I mean, you definitely put the nail in the coffin for yourself because you really. Oh boy, I guess I'll have to retire to my millions. Nail in the coffin. What are you going to do? You going to get me fired? You going to get me fired, bitch? Go ahead and get me fired, bitch. That goes for all you bitches out there. Try to get me fired. If you coulda, you woulda. I'm tired of that nail in the coffin stuff. Worry about DK for when his mom and pop site goes up in flames because he's only charging nine cents for a year's subscription. Let's go to Kelly in the car. Kelly, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I just wanted to call in. I totally agree with you on Ben. He's been the backbone of our football team for, like you said, 20 years. And I just wish people would realize that he's amazing. Well, he sucks right now, but that's not the point. Him sucking right now doesn't dismiss his legacy and doesn't doesn't dismiss his... I think, right to, to end his career with, with dignity because of everything he's accomplished. He shouldn't play as long as he wants. If they want to bench him, bench him. But all this criticism after the fact and all this wallowing in him failing is ridiculous. I agree totally. Thank you for the call. Of course, i got a couple tweets. 
You're just dismissing rape allegations. That's typical of you. No, they got dismissed by the law a long time ago. Hey, got to bring it up. That ties into all this. Got some more calls. I'm going to rip Juju to shreds. And by the way, what I said to this idiot before, you want to try to get me fired, you go ahead and do it. Call the station, call my sponsors, call everybody you can. You get me fired, I don't want the job. But they're not going to fire me for telling the truth, especially when it gets big numbers. You know, this thing where we should take pride in Pittsburgh, you know, I wish I'd started in radio younger so I would have achieved the success younger and could have moved on somewhere else and gotten away from a small market with morons who listen. Better yet, morons who call. I have no sentimentality toward Pittsburgh except for having grown up here with my family and being a Penguin fan. But the idea that this great community that supports everybody, GFY, and I can't underline those three letters any more stridently, GFY, because if we support everything in the community, where's your support for the friggin' quarterback who won you two friggin' Super Bowls, you pieces of trash? We got Stan at the bottom of the hour, 105.9. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Konnichiwa, bitches. Konnichiwa. Hi, Marco. I have a porn question for you. That right there, my friend, that's asking for trouble. The X at 105.9. wrote a story for the Post-Gazette about how Juju isn't a big play receiver anymore and talked about those two deep throws Juju could have caught at Green Bay, which Juju even said he should have caught. I thought he could have. Juju said he should have. Juju said, excuse me, Dulac wrote, I'm laughing, this is great. Dulac wrote that Juju is more like Ryan Switzer now, which is like, yikes, Switzer, Kenny Kangaroo. Uh, Vince Williams said on Twitter that a number one receiver makes those catches and a number one receiver does, does, but Juju ain't that. Juju has five touchdown catches of 75 yards or longer on his career, but I don't believe he's had any since uh, 2019, and now he's a possession receiver. You don't want to hear this, but look at the timeline. Look at the timeline. The more Juju is into branding and dancing and TikTok and all his ancillary crap, the less he's into football and the worse he does at football. Look at the timeline. Look at the timeline and tell me what else to think. Don't live your best life. Have your best career. That leads to your best life. If it wasn't for football, Juju would be nothing. And if he understands that, he has a chance. But I don't think he does, and his career is falling apart. Let's go to Justin in Pittsburgh. Justin, you're on with Double M. Justin, you're on the air. Good day, Mark. I said good day. Hey, uh, exactly. How much money did it take for those rape allegations to go away? Uh, I don't know. But that wasn't what you said you were going to talk about. No, you lied to my producer. Why don't? So does that mean innocent? He didn't do anything. He was never even investigated. No criminal but he had allegation. To pay it off to go away. Oh, a civil suit can often be a money grab. I can't speak to these cases specifically, but if you want to hate him because of that, if you want to not acknowledge he's a good quarterback, you go ahead and do that. But acknowledge that's why you're doing it because he's a great quarterback. He's, he's acknowledge doing. that's why you're doing it because he's a great quarterback. That's why he's you don't doing. like him, right? That's why you don't like Rapist him because burger. he was accused of doing something that there was no proof. Rapist burger, classy guy. I wish you were here because I would knock your teeth down your throat. 
your teeth down your effing throat, you gutless pig. Least I have teeth. Gutless pig. Gutless pig. Oh, believe me. I have teeth. Ask your mother. Let's go to Nick in Southside. Nick, you're on. Rick, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? So, I, I, I was going to call to say I thought that the rape allegations was a minority, but then that guy just proved me wrong. No, it is a minority. I don't know. I it's absolutely like was... a minority, but it's, yeah. it's a minority that won't shut up. And you know what? I, yeah. I'm sorry no, I brought I mean, it up now, but how can you not? How can you look at Ben's career and criticize it and not look for an ulterior motive to criticize? Because his career is beyond criticism. He won two Super Bowls. He's in the all-time leaders for everything. He's a nailed-on Hall of Famer. You can't criticize him for football beyond him struggling now. I can't. I couldn't agree more. And I mean, you're absolutely right about that. I appreciate everything he did for the last, you know, twenty. You know what years I need to do? I need to beat somebody's ass to get it out of my system. Because I've never felt more like beating somebody's ass than the last couple days doing this program. And make no mistake, I could still do it one more time. I might die at the end because of a heart attack, but I could still do it one more time. Well, hey, maybe Juju will put it on TikTok for you. That would be nice. Let's go to Joe in Ocean City. Joe, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Mark, you're on fire. Hey, this is insane that everybody's sitting here, you know, this year bringing this up. But anyways... I want to mark, I want to say some names for these kids out there that might not remember Bobby Brist or Mark Malone, Jeff Grant, all these guys that been between Bradshaw and Ben. Oh, and I can't took, wait! It was that, twenty-one years between you know, Bradshaw and it's Ben. Common. I can't wait to it's live that again. And 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 they're going to be praying at night that if anybody that's a true fan. Oh, I wish we had somebody, Ben. I wish Ben was there. You know, and right now, the fact that all these people were bringing up all these out, it's it's absurd, man. It's absolutely absurd. They did, you know, I don't remember. I wasn't old enough, but, you know, with Terry, I know there you was know a lot what really, of You know what really hurt Ben? That the Steelers didn't stand up for him. The Steelers organization screwed Ben. I think the Steelers organization thought he did something. Because even though there were no proof... No charges ever filed. Ben never questioned. The Steelers just let him take the suspension. They wanted him suspended because they thought he was out of control. But they shouldn't have. Ben should not have been suspended for one second. Not one second. And look at friggin' Deshaun Watson. Not playing, but still on the roster, still getting paid. Gee, I wonder what the difference could be there between the two cases. All right, stand next, 105.9. X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Bubble M, huge fan body. Your voice is like sweet nectar to my ears. Still of the night, still of the night, still of the night. VX at 105.9. Boy, I'm fired up today. Joining me now, he is the godfather of the Pittsburgh sports media. Always great to talk to Stan Saverin. Stan, uh, here's the question everybody's asking. Is Ben done? And what should happen next with the Steelers quarterback position? Uh, I think you keep going with Ben. Uh, I think you go with Ben uh, as long as, I'll put this in quotes, the season's relevant. Uh, I think at such time, if that time comes, when mathematically the objective in bringing him back in the first place was to make the playoffs, if that's no longer possible, um, then I think you've got some cause to make a move. Uh, I think he's not playing well. Uh, There's no doubt about that. He doesn't have a whole lot of help around him. Um, I, I think it's time that they let him do 
what he feels he can do best. That doesn't mean that you genuflect and say, oh, we're sorry, Ben, it's your offense, do whatever you want. Uh, but I do think they need to expand that a little bit. Stan, I, um, I think they're running almost the same offense as last year. I'm not sure what they could do to make it better for him. I, he can't move and he can't throw. Yeah, no, I, I'm talking about the latitude you know, to change some plays. He contends that he doesn't have that same latitude or the amount of plays. If indeed that's true, then you know, let him go ahead and do that. Um, whatever they're doing, um, it's their job to modify it so that it puts him and the entire team in a better position to do that. Uh, I don't think you do this if you make a change of quarterback. Uh, I don't think you do it to by trying to salvage the season. That's why I say you get to a point where it's not salvageable. Um, you don't do it because you're getting Mason Rudolph ready, because I think the Steelers have been pretty clear that they don't believe that Mason Rudolph is the heir apparent. Uh, they certainly can't with any certainty, believe that Dwayne Haskins is that guy. So that's not a reason to make that change. And the fourth thing is, um, and I don't necessarily endorse this um, or I'm against it, but it's a reality. It's a fact. They're not going to embarrass him. Now, whether you agree with that or not. Oh, no, I, I, do, that, I do agree with it, but maybe he could just get quote-unquote hurts. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. That, I mean, that seems to be happening every week anyway. I mean, maybe, um, let's, I, I don't know, it doesn't sound like this hip injury he's got now um, is, is, you know, severe. But let's just say, for example, it wasn't season-ending. Let's just say, um, you know, it's like, you know, T.J. Watt misses a game and a half, something like that. You know, it gives you an opportunity then legitimately to run Mason Rudolph out there and, and see how he does. But, again, the premise can't be that, well, we're getting him ready and reps for next year. Now, Mason Rudolph is likely to be the starting quarterback next year. I was going to say, Stan, he's the starter next year because I don't see a succession plan at quarterback beyond that. Do you? No, I think it goes beyond um, this coming draft. I mean, I think that's where, if you, you you don't make the playoffs, you're going to be in a position to at least have an opportunity to draft a, a quarterback out of college uh, i don't know what the crop is like this year yet uh, but th- that is the succession plan i think that's mark why they extended rudolph next year they thought that he would be a caretaker and they draft a quarterback in 22 they don't want to just shove him in there right away so you know that's what you know a lot of teams do now there's an opportunity maybe for haskins to supplant that but either way you draft a quarterback, let's say in 22, chances are he won't get a chance to play till 23, all things being equal. But I, I, I do think, um, I, I, this is the reality of it. Uh, this organization, this coach, um, they're not going to embarrass Ben and, and yank him out of there. I do think it's a factor in their thinking. I really do. Oh, no, no question. But, but looking ahead a bit more, do you believe they could or should go get a veteran quarterback in the offseason and – what level veteran quarterback? Because that is so not their style. And I hear people daydream about Aaron Rodgers. You say you have a lot of cap space. Well, he would eat up most of it. Yeah, no, that's Aaron Rodgers. That was, you know, he said some nice things about Pittsburgh. Um, I say nice things about Pittsburgh, and I'm not going to be the starting quarterback next year. Uh, I will say this, and this is not their style, but you know what? Times change. Things change. They are going to be awash in cap space next year. Uh, now, they'll have to sign Minka, uh, you know, whatever else they're looking at. But 
some of the quarterbacks who may be free agents next year, certainly they'll have the money to go out and get that. You know that that may that may you know go past the draft. Now maybe uh, Deshaun Watson. And I don't know if you want any part of him. I'm just using him as an example. There's a guy who could step right in and probably better execute this offense if Canada's still around. It would eat up a lot of cap space, but then again, you could use your number one pick on something else that you need. You can't and bring Deshaun seen, Watson in after what's happened in Houston. No, I'm just using him as an example. Right. Um, you know, I, I, the point is they'll have cap space, where normally they just use that to sort of add to. This could be a substantial piece of what they do. Then, of course, you let Mason Rudolph go or keep him around as a backup, and you know you use your number one pick on you know another type player and you know a, a quarterback uh, even in his late twenties. Um, you know, a guy like that. Look, the Rams took a shot on Matthew Stafford. He's thirty-two, but he's got a lot of football left in him. So, I mean, th- th- that is an option. It is a possibility. We're talking to Stan Saver, and He's brought to us by your neighborhood Ford store. Stan, up. Uh... What is Ben's biggest shortcoming right now? I think it's his lack of mobility. The the other team just knows where he's going to be. There's no there's no wondering. Well, I mean, I think that's a given, um, and that's not going to change. Uh, no offense that you run is going to be able to make up for 39-year-old legs. Um, it's just not. Um, I, I do think uh, a running game would help him in that regard. Play fake if you had an effective running game, and they showed at least a little bit of, of a spark uh, in Green Bay. That helps them buy time. But I think that overall, and whether it's a product of the pass rush or not, um, his accuracy is off. You know, it's not just the two passes to Juju. I counted six passes that receivers were wide open, pitch and catch type of things, and he missed them. He missed them. Um, uh, there was a one pass, Deontay Johnson, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar couldn't have been able to leap up and kept that one. If you remember the play I'm talking about, there were several other, sh- I mean, shorter patterns that guys were wide open. And he says his arm delivery may be a little bit off. Um, you know, that's up to the quarterback coach to get that straightened out or Ben to figure it out. Uh, but I think his accuracy has been off. Um, you know, we go back to last week when he had uh, Washington wide open. He missed him. Look, deep throws are tough to complete. I mean, you're not going to complete 80% of those. Uh, but the difference in the Green Bay game, Mark, I think, and the other games that I've been able to watch and we've all been able to watch, there were people open in Green Bay. There, there were any. Oh no, the receivers jump. got separation. That's the best they've done in that regard, really all season. I totally agree, and it's been you know something I've noticed and you've noticed, and uh, but it was different this time around. Maybe that's in conjunction with somewhat a, a better running game. It's not where it needs to be. I don't know. Uh, but I, I just think that you know, maybe he feels rushed in the pocket. Maybe he's releasing the ball too soon. Maybe he's changing his arm angle because the lanes, the pass rush, you know, big six five guys coming at him and their arms are up. Uh, I don't know the answer, but I do know this. Uh, everybody's at fault. Um, I, I, I still think the long pass to Juju was on Ben. It was an overthrow. The second one I acknowledge on the postgame show Juju may have flattened out his route. He may not have made a sharper cut um, inward toward the post he was supposed to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I think that by and large, as we look through the season, there have been people uh, you know, uh, in Green Bay, they were open, and he missed them. Um, uh, you know, and I don't, uh, The receivers haven't done a great job of getting open, but Sunday they were. I mean, I, again, the mobility, that's not going to change. 
It's you know he's, he's yeah, but he's, but he is shockingly slow. I mean, shockingly immobile. Stan, did, did we overestimate this team from the get go? I said eight wins, and a lot of people said ten or eleven. In retrospect, the carryover from last year, losing five of six, and then the whole offensive line being scattered to the winds, maybe we underestimated the impact of stuff like that. Yeah, possibly. Maybe that's what we're getting. Um, but but then, then you know, the, the antidote to that was the Buffalo game. Now, maybe that's a fluke. Maybe as it turns out, you know, the Bills have just steamrolled everybody since then. But, you know, you win in Buffalo, and all of a sudden, well, maybe there is something there. Um, I, I think two things. I think the offensive line um, is, is, is worse than we thought it might be. Nobody thought it was going to be good. Um, I've already admitted on your show, which, of course, includes millions of people. Right. Um, I, I was wrong. I, I thought this offensive line may be bad. It can't be as bad as last year. Well, it is. It's not only, um, it's not it, only as bad. It's, it's way worse. It, it absolutely is. And it was mismanaged, second, too, Stan. I mean, I know those guys retired. DeCastro retired out of nowhere. But why'd they run Filer off? They should have spent money on Filer instead of Juju. Um, you know, that's a reasonable assumption. Uh, though I watched Filer last night get beaten like a drum, like a turnstile a few times in the, in the, in the Chargers game. I mean, that, that, that could have been a legitimate choice. I mean, they had, you know, more than, you know, one wide receiver. Um, uh, you know, they, they could have, you know, made up for that slack. And by the way, a tight end who they drafted number two and never seemed to use. Um, but I think the second element of that, uh, that's the second guess, and, and, and it's a good second guess. Uh, I think that they thought that the defense would be good enough to get them through. Um, it was against Buffalo with some special teams help. I think you know, every team has injuries. Um, but I honestly believe this. If T.J. Watt doesn't get hurt, I believe they beat the Raiders. I don't think they would have beaten the Bengals, but I think they beat the Raiders based on what the first half was like. The point is is that the defense has not been good enough. Number, you had the two injuries to Watt and Highsmith, and you saw the game. Watt isn't 100%. Highsmith wasn't 100%. Yeah, but, hope- but if it's an elite defense, you've got to find a way to get stuff done. That's where the money got paid. And, you know, again, Green Bay scored on three straight possessions to put that game away Sunday. I don't care who's hurt. Do better. Well, you've got to do better. Um, but I, what I'm saying is is that that those it's one thing to lose one of the outside backers because you have Ingram. When you lose both, now you're playing, you know, Anthony Ciccolo again. Um, that hurts them based on the way that defense is structured. The outside linebackers are the two key players in the entire defense. Number two, right now, the defensive line, um, it's like Cam Hayward is Tom Petty, and the rest of them are the heartbreakers. No offense to heartbreakers, but they're not Tom Petty. Um, you're playing with just warm bodies up front. Who knows if Tua ever gets back. The, 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 the nose tackle replacements, they're, they're warm bodies. Uh, and obviously, Alu is gone. And another factor, too, I believe, I've been very disappointed, and I've stated this for a couple of weeks now, very disappointed in the inside linebackers, both of them. I know Bush had a sack, but other than that, have you even noticed him uh, this year? No, he's, maybe he's, he's a bust, and I think Schobert, maybe they're asking him to do too much. Maybe he's not been here long enough, but I'm disappointed mostly in, in the whole defense, Stan. Uh now, now, I think their season's done. I don't think they can rebound and make the playoffs. And if you're not going to make the playoffs, you might as well win only four games because then you get better draft picks. But if you're a true believer, anybody out there, 
and you think they're still in it, they got to win the next two games. Two home Definitely. games against opponents that are decent but not great. Winnable, we hope. I think if they lose to Denver, the season's over. I agree. Um, I, I, I think that, I mean, forget about Seattle for right now, and I didn't realize this until uh, Sunday. You know, Seattle coming east and all that stuff, well, that's been mitigated because Seattle plays Thursday. That means they get 10 days to get ready to come and play the Steelers. So that factor won't be a factor. Um, uh, uh, the defense, uh, they've only got three takeaways. And one of them was, you know, a meaningless fumble recovery uh, against the Packers on Sunday. The game was already decided. Um, only So they, they've gotten three takeaways in, in four games. Uh, that's not Again, they have to support a, a bad offense. Not nearly good enough. Um, I think one of the big things we haven't talked about a great deal, um, we've all talked about the Steelers' run offense. I think there's big concern, or should be, about the Steelers' run defense. Um, 133 yards uh, by the Packers. Now, Aaron Jones um, is you know a good running back. Uh, you know, Dylan, they're good. They're good running backs. And I, I buy into what the coaches were saying. You know, we, you have to deal with uh, Rodgers, so you have to you know give a little something somewhere. But I also go back to the Bengals game when Joe Mixon had 90 yards and 18 carries, and that's not exactly a running team. My point is, when you've only got Cam Hayward and a bunch of nobodies, your inside linebackers are barely noticeable, and Denver is one of the best running teams in the league. That's your problem. Is the right, run Denver, can, Denver can control that game. That's what worries me. They can, yeah. they can, they can keep the ball and, and run the clock. They can. Uh, my only, as far as their ranking is concerned, um, they didn't run uh, at all against Baltimore. And, again... Denver's 3-0 and mark came against teams that were 0-9 combined before last weekend. So, um, you know, they're, they're not exactly the Elway Broncos. I agree. Um, they win this one. Um, it would be tough to beat Seattle. But if you're sitting there at 3-3, three and three, going into the bye, you have to go to Cleveland. Um, but at least it extends, if you have hope, it extends hope. If they drop to 1-4, and four, uh, I do think any – any reasonable expectation would be folly. Uh, it would be futile. What do you think, Stan? Do they beat Denver? Yes. You sure? I'm pretty sure. You know what? After one and three starting the way they've looked, pretty sure is probably the best we could hope for. Stan, thanks again. We'll talk to you Thursday. All right, Mark. Thanks a lot. That is the great Stan Saverin brought to us by your neighborhood Ford store. Of course, you can hear Stan on ESPN Pittsburgh and on the Steelers Radio Network. I want your angst. I want respect for Ben, although I'm sure you won't give it to him. Guy's one of the three most important players in, not players, one of the most important people, three most important people in Steelers history, and you're from to fail. You can't wait. What a crappy time. Not to be critical, 105.9 X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. I would want total and absolute autonomy. Hey, Mark. Great show. Are you part psychic? Well, I'm actually more neurotic than psychic. The X at 105.9. Whatever level of the food chain I'm at, in your eyes, you're still at the bottom in my eyes because I am and always will be Rick Flair and you're not. Woo! The Daily Flair here on the X. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show today. And I guess Aaron started talking again about how much he loves Pittsburgh. And he ain't never coming here. That is such a rib 
by him and Pat. And they even had Pittsburgh Dad on today. Not Pittsburgh Dad Jr. Nobody knows who he is. Actually, I'm not sure anybody knows who Pittsburgh Dad is, but he was on Pat's show to talk to Aaron Rodgers. How much has my career sunk when I'm shadow banned from Pat's show, but they have Pittsburgh Dad on? Wow. Uh, I lost my cool before talking about how Pittsburgh's treating Ben and has always treated Ben, and I have no regrets about that because I think Ben's always been treated worse than he should here in Pittsburgh by Steeler fans given what he's done for this team and for this town. I think the fact that any of you harbor any resentment toward him for any reason, whether fictional or actual, whether football-related or otherwise, I just don't get it. It was 21 years between Bradshaw and Ben. The Steelers got to one Super Bowl in that time, lost it because of poor quarterback play, missed out the year before in the AFC Championship game because of poor quarterback play. The only time the Steelers have won anything is when they've had elite-level Hall of Fame-caliber quarterbacks. Other than that, they've been crap. And you can beat your chest all you want about defense, defense, and play renegade, and somebody makes a tackle, and you all ejaculate as one. And you can talk about big fat Jerome and Franco and and all the other heroes you've adopted. Heinz Ward with his great blocking. And remember Jack Lambert knocked Cliff Harris on his ass at one time in that Super Bowl. But without Bradshaw and Ben... You wouldn't have one single Lombardi trophy. The only thing you'd have similar would be your wife's marital aid, which I hope is bigger than what you're packing in real life. You guys know what I'm talking about. You hear me do the ED ads. Anyway, without Bradshaw and Ben, this town has zero Super Bowls. Period. And yet those are the two guys you've always treated with disrespect. You disrespect the quarterbacks. You ran Ben, you ran Bradshaw out of town. I bet you run Ben out of town before it's over, too. And you know what? You know who inspires you to do it? The organization who has never treated Bradshaw and Ben the way they should. Debo urinates all over the Steeler logo every chance he gets. And he beat his woman up, and he's welcome back all the time. Incredible. Incredible. Gets me pissed off. Getting pissed off just thinking and talking about it again. Incredible. Let's go to Kay in Pittsburgh. Kay, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, I had a question. Uh, I think Ben's a top 10 quarterback in NFL history. What do you think about bringing in like a Dan Kreider type of uh, fullback, maybe to take a, what, some like of the Derek pressure Watt? off the offensive line? Like Derek Watt? Uh, yeah, maybe, or somebody a little bit bigger. Well, they have Derek Watt, okay? I think the fullback is a thing of the past, the way the NFL plays offense these days, but given the desperate nature of the Steelers in pass protection and in the running game, I would consider it. But they're never going to get him in there for a ton of plays, just the occasional play. In fact, he's been in there lately for the occasional play, but I haven't noticed them running right behind him like it would do to make use of a fullback. They had 62 yards on 16 carries rushing at Green Bay, and Tomlin said that constitutes progress. And I guess given the standard of the day, it does. We need big, fat Jerome back in the backfield because he always had a bus driver. Big, fat bus and the bus driver. Those were the days. 
Remember when Jerome fumbled the season away and Ben saved it? No, you don't. Of course you don't. Let's go to Rusty in the car. Rusty, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, you know, it took all of me last night not to punch you in the mouth at the Rolling Stones concert. Well, why didn't you do I'll it? Tell you why didn't you do it? Because why, I'll tell you why. I'll it. tell you why more than you would have bargained for. Seriously, that paint shoe is the biggest coward and chicken scratch possible when you saw me and now you call me up and say you did all you could to not punch me in the face. I was right there and you chickened out. Were you with a woman? Because I could have taken her and nailed her. I doubt it. Oh, believe me, when she knows, if I hope she's listening, baby, your man could have hit me, didn't. Now he's talking crap over a phone line. Leave him. Come be with the real man. I'll give you something you've never had before. And you know she's never had it before. She lies. No one listens to you anymore. Apparently you are, and you called, and that's the best you can do? Are you a DK subscriber? I bet you are. Are you a DK subscriber, or are you a Pittsburgh Dad Junior guy? All the underlings, all the all the trifling nobodies who get in my way think they do. Were they on were they on McAfee today? No, Pittsburgh Dad was. Not Dad Junior. Get it right. Bro, you know what? You- What's your name? What's your name? Can you tell me your name? Because I'll bust you up if I ever see you. You chickened out last night. If I see you and I know who you are, send me your picture. I'll find you and I won't give you a chance. You chicken out, but I won't give you a chance. Oh, name the place? How about last night at the Rolling Stones concert when you chickened out like a bitch? Tell your woman to stop by. I'll ride her rough and hard like she's never been ridden before. Woo! There's a second dose of the Daily Flare. Seriously, how about that guy? It was all I could do to not punch you in the face last night. Why didn't you do it? I am angry today. But then again, it's an angry society. 105.9 X. 